Hi guys, I'm Bree. And I'm Allie. This is Off Script. If you think about it, books are potential scripts for movies. When this adaptation happens, typically it's disappointing because they went off script. In this series, we will be talking about how off script they went. Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Off Script, a podcast where we are vampires. (laughs) 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 Wow, this is released... The end of August. It's your birthday week, but you just turned. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was coming out right before I was turning it. I didn't realize it was going out after. I mean, gross, guys. It sucks. Don't get 31. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get 31. Yeah, don't. Don't do it. Don't get it. (laughs) I've enjoyed 31. You've enjoyed all of it. I know. I don't know. First off, it's only three days. (laughs) Second off. We're recording it three months, <laughs> three months, two months. Oh my god! Oh gosh! Actually, no, it's been fantastic because Sierra is still here. There you go. Mm-hmm. Your bestie. She will be leaving tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> too short already. <laughs> two months in advance. <laughs> she keeps sending me little like, "This is how many days." This is how many days. How cute. Yeah, because she has a countdown. Uh-huh. And so she'll send me it and be like, look, well under two months now. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Good. Mm-hmm. I know. So what uh, are your plans or were, what do you think we did for your birthday? <laughs> oh, we played mock. We played mocks. <laughs> we went to mocks and we played mansions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me and Sierra got tattoos. Hopefully. <laughs> You'll have to post a picture if yeah. you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the uh, yesterday, we maybe did a Mount Rainier hike. <laughs> <laughs> and Sierra surprised me. I was not expecting her to say this was something she wanted to do. But Saturday night, we went to the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> wow. You yeah. had a great birthday week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and we finally beat a level of Mansions of Madness. Okay, our goal is to do that in when we go to Westport. Yes, that's our goal. To have when done we go that in Westport yes. or my birthday. Otherwise, our episode in season four. We'll come back and tell. No, our mini episode. Oh my gosh, guys, I, we're trying to get so far ahead that. In August, we're probably going to be recording the next season or close to the next season. That's our goals. Mm -hmm. But that's also why we are still doing mini-sodes this season. So tune in this week, possibly. I don't know. With Sierra here, we might skip this week's mini-sode. We'll skip it. Well, then tune in next week to figure out if all of our predictions came true. Yeah. Did we win? Did I get tattoos? Did you go to Rocky Horror? Hell yeah, I did. That one I'm not... (laughs) That one I've got a plan. Sierra cannot stay up late, so our plan is to go see a movie in the day so that Sierra can nap so that she can last because Rocky starts at midnight. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> well, then come take a listen, not this week, next week, next week to our mini-sode mm-hmm. and hear all about it. And maybe I do like being 31. Who knows? Guess you'll find out. Yeah. Right now, on this side of it, no. <laughs> 
I want to know if our timeline confuses you guys as much as it confuses us because <laughs> it's hard, especially when we go back and forth of like talking in the future and then pretending that it's already <laughs> been the future. And oh gosh, I love it. I think it's hilarious. I think it's fun. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so we're on episode four this season, and we're going to talk about the fault in our stars. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Do it. All right. Our synopsis. 16-year-old Hazel is diagnosed with cancer. She joins a support group where she meets Augustus, and there is a roller coaster of emotions as the relationship between Hazel and Augustus develops. You kept this one because it said the roller coaster, didn't you? No, I oh. legit just copy pasted and I was like, that matches both. Oh, I thought you kept that because you knew that I liked that. Nope. <laughs> I forgot. Did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The author was John Green, or mm-hmm. is John Green. <laughs> Director, Josh Boone. Screenplay mm-hmm. writer, Scott. What? For some reason, I thought we did producer on this and I was so excited to be like, did you know? So I'm just going to do it here. Okay. Did you know that the producer of this is Wick Godfrey? Do you know who that is? Sounds familiar. He produced all of Twilight. Wow. Yeah. So this was his next big thing after Twilight. And I was like, yes, Wick. Yes. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Anyways, so screenplay (laughs) writer was Scott mm, Newstatter. What's funny is we've had him before. Have we? Yeah. And I've had to say his name for you <laughs> thanks yeah and michael h weber an audiobook reader was kate rudd i really liked her she did a very very good job my brain just like i was like i know her because i know paul rudd yep. <laughs> i was like wait i don't know kate rudd she she was fun i liked listening to that one nice yeah the book came out january 10th 2012 mm-hmm. movie june 6 2014 and was six months before my wedding. <laughs> anyway, like, my favorite part about this is you had to count like, when it's literally at the halfway mark. I know. Of the year. I know. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> okay. Anyways, that's a two-year difference. <laughs> okay. So what did? Oh, this is gonna be interesting. What did you read or watch first? Yeah, this is hard for me. I was realizing this because as I was reading it, because in my head, I've read it first because I did technically read the book before I saw the movie. But then it clicked that I actually what made me want to read the book was that I read the script. (laughs) So did I see the movie first? Technically, I don't know. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) hard uh-huh because it's almost like i already knew it was coming you already knew it was coming which is kind of the point yeah of re- doing it first yeah and while you didn't see the acting or anything you knew you knew all about the story yeah, the differences too yeah so i almost say you watch think it so. first yeah well Put a little asterisk next to it. Yeah. Watched. Yeah. That's a very strange, like, I love that I had that opportunity. But also, I know. Now that I'm doing this, I'm like, ooh. Which ooh. one? Okay. Well, I read it first. Mm-hmm. We'll go easy that way. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Now that we've read it, what were your initial thoughts? This is my favorite book <laughs> we have done all of off script. Mm-hmm. Doesn't surprise me. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. I just love the characters and everything. Book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is my introduction to John Green. Literally after I read this book, I went and bought all, well, not all of his other books, but I bought, I think, two of them. And then... Oh, I think Paper Towns is when I like started to slow down because Paper Towns is my least favorite. And I was like, hmm. But then I read another one and I was like, oh, no, that was just a weird random one off. <laughs> <laughs> and then they turned it into a movie. <laughs> OK, so why did we wait? You didn't share your opinions. Well, I mean. I guess you kind of did. Yeah, I just said it was my first intro to John Green, and I loved it so much I bought his other books. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Why did we pick this book? Because it's my birthday month, and I wanted to make myself a ball. No. Uh, <laughs> it's my party, and I cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. <laughs> no. Um, it's definitely one of my top favorite books. It is I should take a picture of my book. I should show you my book right now. It is a well-loved book. Like, I want all my favorite books to look like how The Fault in Our Stars looks because you can tell beat it's been and read, read and loved and not beat up like Bad Mother's Handbook where there's a cut out of it or anything like yeah. that. But it's definitely like I'm able to open the book and it'll just lay like that because the spine is basically broken to where it just stays open for uh -huh. you. So I had to put it in somewhere. I also, I, I was, I wasn't worried about Allie reading it, but I knew it was really sad. So I didn't want to put it with other sad stuff. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine <laughs> doing this after two kisses for Maddie or something? <laughs> Could you? <laughs> no. You had much more of an emotional <laughs> no. I could roller coaster with this than I did. Are you kidding me? I would not be able to. This, every time, guys, this is my fifth read through, and I ball just as hard as if it were my first time. I Every time I get to the same spot, I'm like, you know, it's coming. <laughs> Why are you crying this hard? <laughs> Because I was awake this time, it would be different. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the words magically change. Uh, oh my yeah. gosh. So that's why I picked this one. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I realized I hate myself for how I like scheduled them. Uh -huh. And I know what you're going to say. You're going to be like, well, Brie, it's before release. You can just change them. And I'm like, no, I've. I've fiddled with the schedule <laughs> too many times, <laughs> but I, I feel kind of sad that this is the one that's coming out on my birthday week. I was actually going to say that since we're recording this one before Bad Mothers, I was like, well, we could make it episode three. I know. Well, what's funny is I knew you were going to say that too, but no, I think, I think it offsets well Kay. with everything. Because what? Gatsby, Practical Magic. Bad Mothers. And then this. Uh -huh. Hmm. No, I think I want to end on one that I know for sure you like. Okay. I don't want you bad my shit. Oh, like you my did month. with my birthday month? <laughs> Every single one of mine? What's funny is uh, the girl that I babysit, she, uh, 
she told me that this week is their last week of school and she was excited because it's all very mellow stuff. And on Monday, what they're doing is watching a movie. I was like, oh, cool. What movie are you watching? And she goes, holes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fun. And she's like, we read the book. Her teacher is me. <laughs> <laughs> and she is me. <laughs> I didn't have one kid hate the book in my class, though. Like, everyone was so into it. So, unless they were all very good actors when they were fourth graders. So, it could have just also been like, yes, we don't have to work. Miss Allie's reading it for us. <laughs> and then we get to watch the movie. Man, I was such a good teacher. <laughs> <laughs> As we were just talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, are we ready some, for some super fun facts? Yeah. Okay. So, at the end of the audiobook was an interview with John Green. So, I listened to a little bit of it. I didn't oh, listen to too much. But cool, because that's in the book, too. The interview? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you might. Did you read this part then? So, John Green says when his fans ask him what happens to characters at the end of the story, he answers kind of like Peter Van Houten does, but he says nicer. Mm-hmm. He, uh, doesn't think much of them after the story ends Mm -hmm. the one that i read that got me was uh a fan asked what did they ask it was something about like are you okay with fans calling Hazel Hazel Grace or is that an Augustus thing? Like, can is that off limits? And his response was, you know, I've seen fans who will get on other fans when they try to say Hazel Grace and be like, you can't say that. That's just Augustus. And it makes me ball. <laughs> oh. Why? Why Like, do people get pissed at each other for stuff like that? Because they're dumb. Okay. But... It, it was his nickname for her. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but oh my gosh. <laughs> People are so dumb. Okay. Anyways. Well, I thought that was his sweet response from him. <laughs> okay. I guess. <laughs> I was just more thrown off by the fact that people are stupid out there. Goodness me. How are you thrown off by that? We know this. People I know, but stupid. I've never heard of someone getting upset about, like, like, I've heard of people getting upset about other book stuff, but about a nickname being called i'm like why the heck doesn't it matter oh my gosh people are gonna come after me you know uh-huh i don't even care i stand my ground <laughs> do it okay number two nat wolf wore blinding contacts which blurred his vision to better portray his role as isaac that's cute that's i like that a lot actually yeah. I didn't even know that they had blinding contacts i did not either damn how annoying would that be contacts alone are annoying and then imagine putting it in to make you blind. Yeah, that would suck. That yeah. Sucks. All right. Author John Green based his character Hazel on a young fan he met named es- how do you say it? Esther. Esther? Mm-hmm. I know that's how everybody whose name is Esther is spelled, but <laughs> <sighs> there's a guy on TikTok I watch sometimes and he's just like words in the English language that are just stupid. Yep. Because they aren't spelled right. Yep. <laughs> Esther, your name is one of them. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought you say this and she dies. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot. <laughs> I was just talking about every Esther out there. Not the her specifically. 
I'm bad mouthing the dead. Oh, speaking of, I have to read this. Okay. I'm on a widow group on Facebook. <laughs> and tomorrow, as we're recording, is Father's Day. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I guess let me find it. So the person says, okay, please laugh with me. My youngest made a card for Father's Day for her dad. I was, expe- I was expecting some heartstring tugging emotion only to read this. The front of the card says, happy Father's Day, dead dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then the inside says, you are dead. You are probably being eaten by bugs. You are probably stink really bad. <laughs> P.S. Chevy died. I don't know who that is. Maybe it's their cat or something. <laughs> Oh my gosh! (laughs) You probably stink really bad. (laughs) Oh Uh, no! Anyways, that was me getting over. Can't be mad at me, Esther. I'm sorry. Okay, (laughs) let's try number three again. (sighs) Author John Green based his character Hazel on a young girl named Esther Earl who was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Green met her during a Harry Potter convention in 2009, noticing her carrying an oxygen tank. He came to like her because of some of the videos she put on YouTube, as well as her humor and openness. From time to time, they met. Oh my gosh. (laughs) From the time they met to her death at the age of 16 in 2010, Green and Earl would exchange correspondence. That's so sweet. I know. Yeah, in the back of the book in the interview. Uh, he said that he tried to write this book like three or four times before he finally got to mm-hmm. what he wanted. Yep. Aw. Mm-hmm. All right, number four. Shailene Woodley insisted that her friend Ansel, Ansel, is that how you mm-hmm. say it? Uh, <laughs> I like that you just skip his last name. Elgort. Oh, Elgort. Did Elgort. I okay. Elgort. Mm-hmm. read not just the script but also the novel before his first Aww. meeting. So her friend. That means they must have done Divergent, Divergent first. Before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Uh, not just the no- the script, but also the novel before meeting with the filmmakers. I thought if I tell her I haven't read it, she'd be mad during our audition, and it would be a mess. <laughs> Elgort recalls, so I literally just read it for Shaylee. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I'm glad she made him read it. I That's really think if you're in a movie based on a book, you read the book. You got to read the book. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You would hope. Although I do also think that some actors don't because they want to go in with their take of the character rather than the author's take of the character, which I could also see. But Yeah, but it's not theirs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I that's f- also a very Gus thing of him to do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I forgot. I have seven. Because there was was a couple good ones. Okay. Okay. Soon after the film's release, the street bench, which Gus and Hazel had their embrace on, was stolen. A few months later, it was replaced by the city of Amsterdam. (laughs) Since the film's release, the bench has quickly become something of a landmark for fans of the film. So they go there and they take pictures. I don't want to go there and cry. Well, then don't. (laughs) Why would they want their picture there? That's where everything gets done. Okay. Oh my word. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh. Six. In Gus's room, a sign of a car about to be hit about to hit a cow with the word beware can be seen. This is uh oh. related to paper towns. Yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah. Funny. 
And then, cameo, John Green is the father of the blonde girl t- talking to Shailene's character at the airport. What's funny is I knew that, but I didn't when I was watching this watch through. Uh-huh. Because I sat there and I watched and I was like, why? There's something important in this scene and I can't remember <laughs> what it is. And I sat there and I'm like watching the interaction with the kid and watching Shailene. I'm like, there's something here. I'm <laughs> See, there you go. John Green. <laughs> Perfect. All right. All right. Ready? Yes. All right. So the book kicks off. We find out that Hazel is 16 years old and she has cancer. Her mom encourages her to go to support group, even though she doesn't like to do it. And finally, she goes one time and there's a new boy there in the support group. And he's only there to support his friend Isaac because we find out that his name is Augustus Waters and he had cancer, but he's doing grand now. And um, Hazel and him hit it off. And after group, she sees him put a cigarette in his mouth and she freaks out at him because her cancer has been was thyroid and now it's in her lungs and she's like that's like why and he turns out he's never lit one it's simply a metaphor Mm -hmm. and you put the killing thing between your teeth yeah and (laughs) she decides to hang out with him and go see a movie because he's like you've never seen this movie let's go see (coughs) it well he said that she looks like a 2016 Natalie portman and so they go to watch me benda that's probably wasn't 2016 because this movie came out in 2014 oh yeah 2012 book came out in 2012 oh and beaver vendetta came out in high school i think it was like 2006 2006 natalie portman is what he says (laughs) okay i had the six in there the movie does fairly well things are just kind of jumbled so i'm just like slightly changed like it's her doctor that encourages her to go to support group or yeah yeah and like i think to get her dad in it more he got some of her mom's lines from the book too in the movie, the main difference out of this first part that Ali said is that in the book, Isaac and Hazel are basically like, they feel like best friends in this support group. They sit together, they make jokes the whole time. In the movie, they don't sit next to each other and they're not making jokes. They're just like in the circle together, but not close to each other. And Augustus is also not sitting next to Isaac, which I thought was oh, funny. Yeah. Huh? yeah. And Augustus and Hazel have a cute little like run in with each other before. And then Hazel's like, ooh, and she goes to the bathroom and freshens up. Yep. So on their way to Gus's house, he sucks at driving because we find out he has a prosthetic leg due to his cancer. And they get to his house, his house and his parents are super likable. And they watch a movie and chat and they figure out each other's favorite book. But Hazel didn't want to tell him at first, but she ended up telling him. And they agreed to read each other's books before contacting each other again. And we learned that Hazel's backstory with her cancer and how she had stage four three years ago. But she got better miraculously. And But it's only a matter of time before she goes. Yes. She passes away. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> the backstory in the book is all in her monologue. And in the movie, she tells Gus about her mm-hmm. cancer. Because, like, in the book, she goes to start telling Gus, but Gus cuts her off right away and goes, no, 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 I don't want to know that story. I want to know about you. Like, tell me about you. I get why they changed that in the movie, because how else are they going to tell us about Hazel's cancer? Mm-hmm. 
but I'm sure they could have got around it. Yeah. Because I like that Gus was like, I don't want to, like, I know you have cancer, but I don't want my image of you to be just that. Right. Because she did tell him in the book about his her cancer, just like not as detailed mm-hmm. as they did in the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the other thing that I just make note of here is that in the book, the parents don't want the kids to go down into the basement to watch the movie. It's cute. I, I love that Gus is like trying and his dad's like, nah, nice try. <laughs> <laughs> you can show her, but you yeah. got to come back up. <laughs> In the movie, they just let him go and hang out downstairs. I also thought it was funny too, because yeah, when they get downstairs and she has to like sit down, she like explains to him like, sorry, the cancer it makes it hard for me to breathe. I get that was mostly for us, but like in the book, she didn't care. She just like stopped, sat down, and was like, "Yep, okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gus's parents are pretty much non-existent in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like they come in the end, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. And this scene where they go to the house and yeah. you meet them, and then they're gone. Right, but yeah. they were like, yeah, not there. No. We learn about Hazel's favorite book, and what is it called? Affliction, something. An imperial affliction. Okay. And how it is also about a patient, a cancer patient. And it has so many unanswered questions, though, because the book ends in the middle of a sentence because the main character supposedly dies. And that's why. Here is a testament to John Green's writing. Do you know how badly I want to read an imperial (laughs) (laughs) A made up book (laughs) that doesn't exist. I need him to write that one for me. <laughs> you should tell me like, hey, can you just write this book? And so you talked about it a lot. You obviously know what's happening with Sisyphus the hamster. <laughs> I need to know about all this. It sounds like my kind of book. <laughs> and then I'll bawl my eyes out at the end of that book, too. <laughs> oh, okay, so Gus keeps messaging her with all his reactions to this book. And then Gus calls when he's finished with it. He's like, oh, my gosh, it can't be done. Blah, 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 blah. But she was in a movie with her mom. And then she hears crying. And it turns out Isaac's girlfriend broke up with him. Because earlier, I forgot to say, when they left uh, group, like him and his girlfriend are just making out and saying, always, always. And they just love each other so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... This happens, they do the switch of the books because Hazel reads his favorite book and he reads her favorite book. And the big difference here is Hazel is supposed to reach out to Gus first with her reactions to the book. So she reads the book that he gives to her and then realizes it's in a series and she starts to read the other ones. So once she's kind of like, in that then she texts him or she calls him i can't remember what she does but she then reaches out to him in the movie she's like waiting for him and keeps i did checking not like that at all i know i was like that's was like, not how she is gus and gus wouldn't do that either yeah no he wanted to text her like immediately and mm-hmm. she's like no you have to finish the book he's like mm-hmm. when are we gonna see each other no you have to finish the book first i know well one of my favorite things too is oh because she tells him she's like I'll call you when I finish the book. And he's like, how are you going to call me? You don't have my number. And she's like, I suspect you put it in your yes. book. <laughs> and he's like, look, you already know me. 
Exactly. And so I did not like that in the movie at all. Yeah. Okay. So Hazel goes to Gus's house and it turns out that Monica broke up with Isaac because Isaac is about to get surgery. He already has one glass eye, but she's, and he's about to get surgery to make him fully blind. And Gus shares that <laughs> as Isaac's sobbing and destroying all of Gus's uh, basketball trophies. Basketball trophies. My favorite part of the book, and I thought it was going to get taken out of the movie, so I was really glad that it didn't. <laughs> you thought it was going to get taken out of the movie? You read the movie first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, then, never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so they're letting him destroy everything, and then they just get in a conversation about Peter Van Helt. Houghton? How do you say it? Houghton. 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 <laughs> and uh, they're just talking about how, oh, you know, I emailed him mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff. And so then, uh, what's his name? What's her name? Hazel <laughs> got the email too, so she could email him. Oh, the main thing here is that uh, Gus is talking to Hazel before he tells her about the email. And he was like, we have so many unanswered questions and starts listing off questions. And they were all her questions yeah. from the book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, Hazel emails Peter Van Houten and he responds and says, you have great questions, but I can't answer them any- and answer them over email. If you find yourself in Amsterdam, please stop by, blah, 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 blah. And so she's like, oh, my gosh. gave away part of the, what happens. I mean, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I almost was like, sure, that's what he means. <laughs> yes. But so uh, she calls Gus and is like all excited. And he's like, use your wish from Jeannie, not make, make a, a wish. wish. <laughs> And she's like, I can't. I already used it. And he's like, oh, my gosh, you went to Disneyland, didn't you? And so that's a fun little thing they get at each other about. Mm -hmm. Well, it's cute, too, because this is also when Gus first tells Hazel he's got a crush on her. Yes. And so then Gus then plans a date because Hazel asks her mom, can we please go? And, you know, they can't because financially how much money it costs for all Hazel's medical stuff and everything. So Could you imagine trying to find all that stuff to go to. They oh had to gosh, yeah. find like oxygen tanks and stuff. All paying for all of that alone. Yeah. Gus comes and takes her on a date, and it's all things related to Amsterdam, like orange stuff and a uh, basketball guy from Amsterdam or what? Some type of uh, sport. Yes, sports a teams, Dutch things. A Dutch <laughs> basketball player. Okay, and all sorts of stuff. And, uh, all right. Turns out Gus spoke to the people at Genie, the wish place, and they're setting up a trip for him and Hazel to go to Amsterdam together. And Gus goes and touches her cheek and she tenses up. Guys, it's like I have freaking Invisalign in today. I am (laughs) freaking, I I, like, I have the worst lisp right now. Okay. I've given you my lisp. Yes. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, so she tenses up and 
she doesn't want someone to fall in love with her because she's going to die. Like, she doesn't want to hurt somebody. And after their date, is this when she finds out about Gus's old girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we find out that Gus had a girlfriend. Just kidding. I say that at the bottom here. <laughs> Hang on. Let me go in order of my stuff. Uh, so after their date, she told her mom, and they were hesitant at first, her mom and dad, but they agree, and she, her mom gets really excited. And she talks to her friend Caitlin, and she knows Gus, and she thinks he's mighty attractive. And Caitlin, for some reason, has a British accent that don't know why. She just wants to. Yes. <laughs> and we find out now that Gus was in a relationship with someone who died with brain cancer. And she Hazel's really nervous because she's uh, starting to ache everywhere. But she decided to look up this this former girlfriend and mm. everybody's selling all their w- saying all their well wishes and how wonderful she is all over her social medias girlfriend is non-existent in the movie yep the date does happen but one of my favorite things in the book is that when gus is waiting to take hazel on the date hazel and her mom are out somewhere and he calls her and it's like hazel grace are you at home and she goes no and he goes well i know that because i'm here and you're not here yes yeah i didn't like that she was coming home from a doctor appointment because that was in the book she was like okay i just gotta get through this Mm because in a couple days i'm going to the doctor to get a scan Mm -hmm. and so in the book that's or in the movie that's where she was coming home from Mm -hmm. and don't you think at the scan they would figure out that what's about to happen yeah (laughs) you'd think think about that like what wow her doctor sucks (laughs) i also here made a note because oh yeah because one of my favorite parts in the movie is oh because this happens later because now she knows about the girlfriend anyways during the date is when we get gus's been diagram of virgins uh-huh. because she's surprised that he's a virgin still and so he draws her a circle that's the like male populace of virgins and then he draws an even smaller circle and says 17 year old dudes with one leg in the movie they change their ages i know why? she's 17 and he's 18 i do not know why oh no i know why what? i always forget until the scene at the end where he's going to buy cigarettes for himself. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to be eighteen to <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah, I have a feeling probably at some point you could be seventeen, but I bet you the age difference changed. But it's still, I don't like it. I wish they kept their ages the same. Uh-huh. But I do love that they kept the Venn diagram. Yep. Because Hazel also then does her Venn diagram later. Yes. All right. So. She messages Gus, explaining about her fears of them falling in love with each other. And then they flirt a bit, and she wakes up, and she's in extreme pain. I love the flirty, or the text message bubbles, bubbles. in the yeah. movie. Yeah, the written. So uh-huh. Yeah, I like them, too. So it turns out she had a bunch of water in her lungs, and so, so they ran to the hospital, which in the b- movie, the hospital should have figured out already. They should have kept her there after the scan. Yes. Maybe. Hmm. So they took care of her. Gus is in the waiting room for her, and he, uh, she requested he not see her like this. And 
Hazel then has a meeting with all her doctors after she was released and like came back and all this sort of stuff. And they don't agree. One says, yeah, you can go to Amsterdam. Another says no. And so her parents are like, we are not going to do it until all the doctors are on the same page. So she's sobbing for Gus and she wants him to come over. <laughs> she doesn't want him to come over. That's when she calls him over for the swing set. No, he tells her he's coming over because of the swing set. Okay, well, in the end, he comes over. <laughs> she's sitting there Guys, crying. What happens is she's crying and he's like, why are you crying? And she's like, I'm looking at a nostalgic something of swing set. And he's like, well, I must see this. I'm coming over. She basically was inviting him over without <laughs> inviting him over. She invited him over. You know for a fact she's calling him sobbing is her saying, I need a boy to come, the boy I have a crush on to come be with me right now. Who? Why would else should we call, would she call him? Because he's someone who's been through it. Yeah, and you want that person there with you. <laughs> I'm standing by it. She called, she wanted him to come over. <laughs> My notes here are that I really like Hazel's house. I like their layout. Like, I like that there's two separate stairs. But also, why does Hazel have a set of stairs, like an extra set of stairs to get up into her room when stairs are hard for her? But anyway, I like the layout. probably her room for when she was a kid and (laughs) she doesn't want to change it. (laughs) That makes sense. But I like their house layout. In the movie, all of her doctors are against her going to Amsterdam. She's the one who then is like, well, we could do this and we could do this and we can figure it out. I didn't think, was it Dr. Maria? Yeah. Her name? Yeah. She wasn't hardcore against it. I didn't feel like she was, but she didn't step into. Yeah. Like in the book, she was like, well, there's oxygen tanks on airplanes. Yeah. Everything that uh, Hazel Hazel says in the movie, she says in the book. Yeah. Maria, Dr. Maria says in the Mm -hmm. book. And then in the movie, Hazel hardcore ignores Gus because she's the grenade and she doesn't want to explode on him. And then she calls and tells him about the swing set and he demands to come and see the swing set. Swing set. <laughs> swing sweat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then they swing. Yeah, it's BS. Because oh. what they're supposed to do is make this oh, yeah. amazing, I don't know if it was Craigslist, but it was... It was like a Facebook buy nothing page. Yes. To sell this swing set. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, was hilarious. hilarious. It was the yeah. best written, most fun mm-hmm. advertisement ever. Never sold it. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I did like Ansel's acting in the swing set scene because this is where Hazel tells him that she's a grenade in the movie actually in the movie and the book he already knows what's coming and so she says something about being a grenade and he goes a grenade and how he does it is like for people who haven't seen or read the book you think he's just taking in what she's saying about herself but for people who have read and seen the book and movie you know that he's like, oof, actually, spoiler alert, guys, he's the grenade. <laughs> and I I realized that this watch through and I was like, oh, you did that very well because oh. I wouldn't have caught that. I did not catch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was, it's because 
with this book and movie, usually when I read the book, I wait a little bit before uh-huh. I watch the movie, but I watched it the next day after I had finished it. And so like knowing, cause later on in the book, you find out that when he was there at the ICU to see Hazel, he was there because he was getting his scan. Uh-huh. And so in the movie, when I was watching it this time, in my head when he was at the ICU, I was like, ah, and I that's when I started crying. Yeah. <laughs> so then I watched it knowing you already know what's coming. And then I saw that and I was like, oh. Got it. Poor kid. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, so she's like on her computer and she gets an email from um, Van Houten's uh, assistant. Wait. Sorry, where are we? In the middle of this. Oh, book. right here. Sorry. Yes. And it's like, we can't wait to see you in Amsterdam. And she's like, Mom, did you contact the people? And she's like, oh, so you're supposed to wait till your father was here. But we're going. And she's like, yay. And then uh, she went and hung out with Isaac for a little bit. And they were testing out his voice-acted video games. I wish we saw that in the I movie. I the sounded Like, it might be kind of boring for someone who's not blind, but I think I would have so much fun with it. It would be fun. Okay. Turn right. Run into the wall. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the email part happened. Yes. Okay. The video games with Isaac did not. Yes. So Hazel and her mom are getting ready for Amsterdam. They go to pick up Gus, but they hear him like yelling and crying from inside his house. Saying it's like his life. He can do what he wants. Blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, this is awkward. So they go and sit in their car and wait. And he comes out like nothing happened. He's like, let's go to Amsterdam. And they're watching a movie on the plane together. And Gus told her that he loves her. And when she didn't respond, you know, he kind of just was like, okay. And he looks out the window. And I don't know. The the plane had a lot of cute moments on it. But but did you pick up on the fact that his movie ended before hers because he dies first? Oh, so. Mm-hmm. Um, Meanwhile, I'm like, when she said, I think he fell asleep, I'm like, he's oh my dead. gosh, he died. And from here on out, I thought every like small thing, small thing was Gus was going to die. Like, yeah. I thought he was just going to abruptly die, apparently, because I was like, he's he's taking forever to come out of his hotel room. He's laying there dead <laughs> or like. <laughs> He's just going to collapse on the street and die. It was like, I was just like waiting for him to just ticking time bomb. It was much different. No, it was. Yeah. No, he did it very, very well because I, apparently when I was reading the script, I really thought she was going to die. I was getting prepared for her to die. And then it was him. And I was like, wow, this made it worse. I already knew she was dying. There's no argument in the movie. He picks him up in the limo. I know. I thought that was really cute. It was. But also, you get away. Because if you catch it when you're reading the book, that's definitely your first hint of, hey. Yeah. Gus is the one that's about to be. But. I know. So I watched this with my mom. And she's like, ah, And I'm just sitting there like, wait. No, wait, what? (laughs) She's like, that's such a cute thing to do. And I'm like, but it's so wrong. (laughs) But this was supposed to be your first hint that he's about to die. I think my theory of 
why they didn't put that hint in there yeah it's because they had the hint at the very beginning of hazel laying on the grass yeah and like sharing her like sad like mm-hmm. mm, but it doesn't work out that way type of thing mm-hmm. and so i think that was our hint for movie yeah yeah well it also makes sense because that would very much be hitting people over the head if yes it were in the movie i'm glad it's not in the movie I, but also yeah. all right so oh and on the airplane hazel kisses gus's cheek but it's a platonic friendship kiss. Mm-hmm. And in the book, he's the one that kisses her cheek. And she's like, Gus. And he goes, no, look. And then he goes and gives her mom a kiss on the cheek, too. Yep. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they land and they go to their hotel. And Gus and Hazel get to go out on a date. Aww. And they were served champagne. And uh, they spoke about Gus's relationship and how her brain tumor ended up making her really horrible person like she would make fun of his uh prosthetic leg all the time and all this sort of stuff but like how do you break up with someone when you know it's the cancer doing that to them Mm -hmm. and so he didn't break up with her and he just waited till she died it's like super depressing (laughs) yeah yeah like you're just sitting there like feeling horrible (laughs) because you're hoping yeah but then also it's someone that you loved at one point yeah that'd be horrible yeah. In the movie, Hazel's mom brings her her dress. In the book, it was actually the dress that she decided she wanted to wear it to meet Peter. But then was like, oh, we're going out on a date. I guess I'll wear it tonight. I really liked when they got to the restaurant that Gus could not pronounce orangey. <laughs> he was like, orange, orange, or here we are. <laughs> and then... In the book, Hazel's a vegetarian, and Gus remembered that. In the movie, she is not a vegetarian. Nope. Um, I also pictured them, like, like outside outside on Mm -hmm. a patio, right? Mm -hmm. They were supposed to be. They were supposed to be by the canal. That was my next one, actually. Restaurant looked gorgeous, and I would love to eat there one day. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The food looked really good, too. It did. Um, Also, this part makes, like, when I was watching the movie this time, you'll see in my reaction videos tomorrow, everybody. And you'll see when you watch him. Mm-hmm. It hit me because he tells, oh, she asks him if his suit is his funeral suit that he goes to for all the kids who have died with cancer. And then he explains, no, this was actually the suit that I bought when I thought I was going to die. Like when I first got diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. And then watching it, this go through. It hit me. I was like, oh, my God, you're wearing it, and you know you're about to die. (laughs) That made me cry so hard. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, (laughs) Just waiting for you. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, finally, it's the day. They're going to go meet Peter Van Houten. And Hazel dresses as the main character of his book. And she's like, It'll be funny because her mom's like, I don't get it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out he didn't even know they were really coming. Like, he opens the door and he shuts it. And he's like, there are two Americans on my doorstep. And he's yelling to his assistant to get rid of them. And uh, she, she's like, no, no, no. And she ushers them in. And uh, it turns out he's, like, a super drunk. And he's super rude. And he's, like, calling out all their, like, cancerness. Mm-hmm. And Hazel stands up for herself and Gus, and 
demands answers to the questions. She's like, you said if we came, we got answers. And he's just a jerk. And the more rude things he says, his assistant finally quits. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, let's go explore the Netherlands. And they go explore. In the movie, on their way to Peter's place, they take a bus. And my biggest question here is, why are they standing? Hazel has a hard time standing. She should be sitting, but yet she's on this bus standing. You would think one of the people there would see it too. Like, oh, you have an oxygen tank here. Have Have my my seat. seat. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, (laughs) whatever. It's so that they could be all cute together standing, but I guess. Yeah. In the movie, his assistant answers the door and Peter's just not there. But then he is rude another difference here because he when he's being rude to them he turns on rap music swedish rap music for Mm -hmm. them to listen to so then they end up just like yelling over the music the music never gets turned off in the movie gus stands up and angrily turns off the music and it's like (laughs) dude stop you need to talk to us like i was glad he turned it off because they talked for a second over it i was like oh my gosh i can't hear anything they're saying (laughs) thank goodness for subtitles and then oh and the assistant did not quit she just left and was like let's go you're right i didn't catch that Mm -hmm. okay so they decide to go explore and they go to the Anne frank house and which i for some reason did not know was in the netherlands and now i want to go i well i've always wanted to go but (laughs) (laughs) i've always wanted wanted to go go before you knew where it was to the Anne frank house yeah yeah i've always wanted to go there uh, I didn't know it was in the Netherlands, so now yeah. I want to go to the Netherlands. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually pretty positive. Remember how in the questions that we just answered in when we went to browsers, browsers uh-huh. the one where it was like, has there has a book made you want to go somewhere? And uh-huh. I was like, Amsterdam. Yeah, this is why because I want to go to the Amsterdam yeah. house. I really want to go. Anyway, so they had to go up these steep stairs, which were basically ladders, and both Hazel and Gus, you know, freaking Gus has a prosthetic leg hazel's lungs suck mm-hmm. but she's like no i can do it i can do it and i remember watching it with mom because mm-hmm. you know you watch her struggle there's like three different stairs mm-hmm. and the last one's a legit ladder and my mom's like oh is there even anything really worth it up there i was like mom <laughs> that's the whole point of the house and she's like i mean i know but like she's dying <laughs> i was like <laughs> i was like the whole reason they are there is up that ladder she's like ah she was just like so (laughs) this poor girl she was she was like that poor girl oh my gosh she doesn't need to i'm like oh my gosh mom what's funny is because reading it you get the commentary that's going through her head about like man if Anne frank did what she did Uh i can climb these stairs like it sucks right now but Anne frank went through worse exactly in the movie (laughs) just see her dying yes it is yeah i guess that's very true (laughs) anyways so they go up the stairs and then they're watching the video of her of uh anne frank's dad the only survivor of seven kids oh Mm -hmm. my gosh and and spouse too right yeah Mm -hmm. and so gus and hazel just like start making out Mm -hmm. no it's just like a romantic first kiss but i mean they do it for a while Mm -hmm. And everyone starts clapping for them because they're like, oh, the two cancer kids made it up the ladder. It's such sweet love. (laughs) 
I really didn't get the clapping at I, all. I don't get the clapping either. I think it's freaking awkward as I, all. I, I, Crap. If anyone clapped for me after a kiss, I'd be like, nope. Especially in the freaking Anne Frank house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I do... I do think it's probably because Anne Frank's house is such a sad, depressing place. It's probably nice to see happiness there. So that might be why they clap, but also no. (laughs) Yeah. I'm hoping also it was clapping for like, oh my gosh, we thought this girl was going to die on the stairs and she made it. And now she's happy. Oh, that could be it too. Yeah. I don't know. know. It was weird. I I know. I always thought it was weird too. I was like, okay. Whatever. especially for their first kiss mm-hmm. could you imagine like it's already awkward first kisses are Jeez awkward ladies, yeah you know people are clapping for you i'd be like cool we're never kissing again <laughs> that was weird mm-hmm. but then they go back to gus's room mm-hmm. and they have sex for the first time mm-hmm. and i really appreciate john green and how he wrote it because they're teenagers mm-hmm. and so he was very much like it happened like he didn't go into detail about it so i mm-hmm. thought that was i also good. have to say John Green writes females well, and he tells stories from a female perspective well, because like how he handled that. <laughs> One of my favorite lines in that is she she has this quick, simple thought of my bra does not match my I know. underwear, <laughs> but oh, well, <laughs> I was like, you know, it's like small facts like that, that really help the female audience be like yes i feel that exactly <laughs> yeah yep mm-hmm. how'd the movie do my note here is i want to go to the Anne frank house okay basically everything else happens oh gus did say about his leg oh yeah he got all weird and hazel thought that like maybe she was going too fast she was like oh shoot i should slow this down but then he like starts telling her like it kind of tapers off after the knee. <laughs> yeah, because he was telling her outside his hotel room uh-huh. in the book. He's like just standing there fumbling with his keys. She's like, oh my gosh, she's trying to tell me how to like go Get away, lost. blah, blah, blah. In the movie, they were already making out and like taking each other's clothes off when he said it. Yeah. Yeah. They were in the bed. I liked him in the, I liked it in the book because it seemed more real. Like someone who really would be concerned about that. That would yeah. be their first thought. Yeah. Yeah. So Hazel's mom said she was going to go take a walk and let the two of them talk. And she looked at Gus like she knew something. And Gus and Hazel went on a walk and he let her know that his cancer was back and it was really bad. Lit up like a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Hazel's mom does not know about Gus in the book. (laughs) Gus is, or yeah, (laughs) in the movie. (laughs) And Gus is the one who's like, "Uh, can I talk to Hazel for a minute? I know I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. As a mom, mm-hmm. you would immediately tell the other parent going, especially if you know yeah. they have a cancer kid. Yeah, yeah. So I know. I, yeah. Why would? So I didn't like that at all. Yeah. Could you imagine then being the Hazel's mom finding out that the kid that you're traveling with also has cancer and you had no idea? So like, what if something happened on your watch? Dude, I know. And she like let them just explore all the time. Yeah. She was very trusting. <laughs> but anyways okay so book mom knew that they were dying yes that was the difference (laughs) movie mom does not know (laughs) (laughs) they get back home and they're all hanging out with isaac and they found out that monica hasn't even called him yet Mm -hmm. and this pissed gus Gus. off and are you gonna cry 
<laughs> I mean, kind of. Is that why you turned your head? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just realized that we're getting close to him dying. Oh. <laughs> so, so they went to go egg Monica's car. And Monica's mom came out. And Gus had a great speech to make her feel awkward and go back inside. <laughs> and it ended by saying... And Hazel never took another picture of Gus again. And I was like, oh, he's oh. died. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> okay. I just want to say, Monica, I can understand her breaking up with him, right? They're mm -hmm. high schoolers. Yeah. That is a big commitment. Because then once he is blind, it's the same as Gus. Like, how do you end it then? Yeah. Yeah. But not checking in on him yeah that's kind of crappy yeah but also like think about it like sometimes with exes it's better for the clean break yeah there's a different condition here so you should have checked up on him but this also could have been her thinking i guess that's true if i don't do the clean break he'll think that there's more mm -hmm. that's true that's why i when i read this part like i love the egging scene don't get me wrong mm -hmm. but I do think it's more so Gus getting out his feelings and his frustration about his cancer. Oh, I definitely felt that. Yeah. Then something that needed to happen against Monica, because if your friends who were not dealing with cancer and not going blind were in a breakup situation and the ex didn't reach out, you wouldn't be going an egg in their car. You'd be like, it's fine. Go move on. Yeah. But this does happen in the movie. Yep. And the only difference is that in the book, Hazel doesn't get out of the car with them. But in the movie, she does. Mm -hmm. But I think it's so that she can get out and like give him a hug and stuff. All right. So Gus is not doing well. He's at the hospital pretty regularly. And Hazel wanted to go see him. But his mom's like, we really just need to be a family right now. <laughs> My mom was so pissed at that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mom, it's exactly the same as earlier when gus wanted to see <laughs> hazel but her dad said no she's like but the parents know they're in a relationship and i was like i mean that's true but mom if <laughs> they're also teenagers they're not like me i was like mom if yeah if i was dying and i had a boyfriend she's like well it's not like i would stop seeing you like i could sit in there and watch and be with you too i was like you're right mom okay <laughs> obviously you're right <laughs> oh, i just thought it was sweet that she was rooting for them and wanted them to be able to see each other <sighs> anyways what's funny is i think if the parents thought he was dying for sure in that moment they would have yeah i think so but it's he's resting this is just family he yeah. shouldn't have your excitement around Oh, I saw nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us. Being the adults in this church. That's what happens when you're 31. <laughs> when he was released, they went and had a picnic date at the skeleton park. Oh, they went to like this park for the Amsterdam date. Yeah. Because that was a Dutch artist. Yeah. And there was like skeleton on the ground that kids would jump on. Mm -hmm. And so... They went back there now. Did you picture the skeleton how it was in the movie? No, I pictured it how you did. Like a statue. Yeah. Okay. But it makes more sense since kids are playing on it. Because I do this every time I read this movie. And I've seen this read this movie. Every time I read this book and then watch the movie. And every time I'm always like, huh? 
but like think about it if it's a big statue like thing how are these kids playing on it safely uh i didn't expect it to be safe okay like i thought yeah like okay it's a skeleton laying down right and they mm -hmm. said they were jumping on the ribs to the head or something like that yeah so yeah you're climbing up the ribs like a ladder or like yeah on top of it mm -hmm. and so it's like now like what are those it's almost like a rainbow arch an arch oh and uh, <laughs> and so then you're on top of it and you can jump to the like i don't it's not safe but I know, kids are not I, safe <laughs> every time i read it i'm always like this does not seem like a safe play structure that people are letting their kids play on i wonder then, if it's a real thing though it is and is that what it is most likely it definitely is so we should you know not get at the movie for it because they did it 100 percent accurate <laughs> mm -hmm. well i have a feeling they went and filmed there oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. yeah Sorry, John Green, for imagining your hometown's little funky bones differently. <laughs> playground, not like this at all. But I do want to say that at this part in the movie, a conversation comes up that happens after Gus is dead in the book. And it's when Hazel like says, there's no way I can be healthy. Like, I'm dying anyway. But then she yells at her mom and is like, once I'm dead, you're not going to be a mom anymore. And that she says this because when she had the cancer really bad and thought she was going to die when she was younger, her mom told her it was okay to let go if she needed to and then cried into her dad's shoulder and said, I'm not going to be a mom anymore. In the book, her mom immediately went, oh my God, you heard me. I'm sorry. Like, we need to talk about this. That's not what I meant. I mm -hmm. obviously know I'm not going to be your mom. In the movie, she just was like what why would you say that right i was like because you said it I know. <laughs> hmm. so he's getting worse and like so bad that like he's just taking a nap but he ends up peeing the bed and uh him and hazel are talking and gus is a, like he's sad because he's like my life meant nothing no I, like nobody will remember me like i meant nothing to people and she's like you meant everything to me and your family. Like, that should be enough type of thing. And she, he's like, yeah, you're right. Type. That happens. Okay. That happened on well, their date, right? Yeah, that happens on their date. And they don't talk. He didn't pee the bed. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really, really sad. I know. Yeah, that was really sad. That mm -hmm. was when I was like, oh, this is going quick. Yeah. Okay. So Hazel gets a phone call at 2 a.m. And she assumes it's his parents giving the news so she like almost cries mm -hmm. happy tears when she hears it's gus mm -hmm. but he sounds terrible and he's like i'm at the gas station i'm in trouble come help me please she's like i need to call 911 no no please don't call 911 and she gets down there finds out he wanted to buy more cigarettes but he wanted to do it on his own and he shows his tubes which they put in the hospital and it's infected and she's like i'm calling 911 she calls 911 and on the ambulance he wants her to read him a poem. That's another point when I thought he was just going to die <laughs> on the ambulance when she's saying the poem. <laughs> like he's just dead. <laughs> it's happening abruptly. We're yes. not getting a nice little face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that basically happens except for the poem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a sad scene, especially when he starts crying really hard and like punching his 
it tired is. or steering wheel and says, I hate myself. I'm like, oh, don't hate yourself, bud. It was really sad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, buddy. So Gus's siblings come to town and it's super overwhelming because, you know, there's like three of them and they all have kids. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. And Gus is just trying to stay positive, though. And him and Hazel are flirting and being goofy. And Gus's dad kisses Hazel side of the side of her head and whispers, I thank God every day for you. Mm-hmm. That made me tear up in the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. Could you imagine if you had a kid that was going through cancer and like there's one thing that makes him happy? Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen in the movie. Because his parents are not in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neither are his siblings. Nope. So it's Gus's last good day. He calls Hazel to come to the church because they're having a eulogy. Or to have... <laughs> Let's try that <laughs> they're again. They're having a eulogy. <laughs> he calls to the church and asks her to write a eulogy. I love that she didn't think much of it. Mm-hmm. Like she's just like... Because it wasn't talked about much in the book mm-hmm. at all before that. Yeah. And it was, she was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I would have been freaking out. Like, I would have been like, oh, my gosh, okay. But, well, like, like, what the heck is happening? No, I feel like when you're young and you have cancer and a lot of the people you know have cancer. It's a regular thing. Yeah, it's kind of like her saying, is your suit your funeral suit? I guess so. I bet you a lot of people have come up and said, hey, could you talk at my funeral? Well, yeah, but talk at my funeral and come to the church right now and write my eulogy. Yeah. It's a little different. I'm going to die and I'm going to just, the casket's already here. Let me open <laughs> casket. Just come on down. Any, any minute now. <laughs> Anyways, so she does this, and she, but her parents don't want her to go. They're like, we never see you anymore, Hazel. And I'm like, <sighs> this is really what happened earlier. This is like what got squished with the scene before she goes to the hospital. Oh, no, this is the same. Never mind. Continue. Okay. Which is like, that's so hard because I see both sides, right? You know, like Gus is going to die any day. Mm -hmm. So then they'll see her all the time. But she is dying every day. Mm -hmm. And their time with her is limited. And as a parent, you're like, I need every second of my kid. That would just be so hard if you know what to do. Well, it's also kind of like what she says at the beginning of the book. Her parents are telling her to go live her life. So she's actually living her life. Yeah. And now they're like, hmm, don't live it so hard. Yes. (laughs) Come home more, please. Mm -hmm. So she freaks out at them and says, Gus asked me to come to the church and write his eulogy. And then they're like, oh, okay, go. Mm -hmm. So Isaac is there, too. And they both gave their eulogies and they were so sad. Yeah, they were. That happens. And then it says Gus dies eight days later. And I'm like. Okay, at least I didn't have to be like <laughs> in the middle of it. Yes. <laughs> so um, Hazel's just pissed at all the people on Facebook saying how they will, uh, they'll miss him and what a great guy he was. And now we're at Gus's funeral and Hazel's pissed off at all the God talk. And um, someone turns to talk to her and it's Peter Van Houten. And she's like, what? And it turns out him and Gus have been correspondents for the last few, like Gus's last few days. And Gus said, I'll forgive you if you come and tell Hazel what happened to Anna's mom, which is the main question she had in Mm -hmm. the story that he never answered. So he rode down the road to the burial plot with Hazel and her family. And Hazel just was like, or he, he gave Hazel a cryptic answer for what happened to her mom. And Hazel got pissed and was like, get out of my car. 
So this happens-ish in the movie. The difference is that Hazel drives separately to the funeral from her parents. And then... The funeral's at the burial plot. Yeah. And isn't Van Houten just in her car? Or no, he comes comes and opens and gets in her car. They squished both car scenes in one. That too. Yep. So we'll get... He comes back. Yeah. He has not left yet. Nope. There's more for him. (laughs) Hazel and Isaac are hanging out. And they're playing with their voice-activated video game again. And this made me... I was sad. This is why I wanted the game in here was for this scene. Yeah. Because they're just talking. There's like... They're making the character do all these silly things. And then it's like, hey, computer, I hate that Gus isn't here. And like now they're like talking real things to the computer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do not understand. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac's like, I don't either. Yeah. It was like, oh. <laughs> and um, Isaac asks, hey, did you ever get the copy or the sequel, the book Gus was writing? And he's just like, what? Because Gus had promised to make her a cop- uh, sequel when... When they left Van Houten's. Because he didn't tell her any of the answers. Mm -hmm. And immediately Hazel goes to find it at his house. But Peter Van Houten is in the back of her car. Mm -hmm. She's yelling at him to get out. But at the end, they end up having a chat about the book. And it turns out it was related to his life. And his daughter died at eight. Which, you know, now Hazel's like, no wonder he freaking so put off doesn't want to talk about this yeah and i came dressed as his daughter who Mm -hmm. didn't make it to 16 and now i'm 16 and Mm -hmm. um they say goodbye and hazel goes to gus's in the book hazel is the one who kind of pieces it together and starts realizing like you had someone die of cancer and then he goes into it in the movie he just kind of goes right into it and it's like i had a daughter and she died and then before Peter's thing is done. He gives Hazel the email that him and Gus had been sending back and forth. But she didn't know that's what it was, so she crumpled it up mm-hmm. and threw it. Yeah, because she was angry at him. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and just hangs out with Isaac in the back with the swing set. Mm-hmm. And he's like, did you ever get the thing that... He basically makes her realize that Gus wrote something or emailed Van Houten or something. Mm-hmm. And she realizes that's what I crumpled up. Yeah. And then she runs to go and read it. Yep. I liked how the book did it better because they seem to have a better send off with Van Houten and Hazel. Yeah. Yeah. Because she kicks him out of the car in the movie and it's like, mm-hmm. he's done. She's pissed at him. He he lifts his drink to her, which yeah. he did in the book, book too, too. But it was like a, like a nicer send off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. She goes to Gus's house, and Gus's parents haven't been able to go down to his room yet, but they let Hazel. She checks his computer, nothing. She looks all over the house, nothing. And so she's like, please, if you find something, just let me know. And that did not happen. Nope. Okay. And soon she gets a phone call from Gus's dad. He's like, hey, we found a notebook, and it was by the hospice bed, and a few pages are ripped out of the front. And Hazel's looking everywhere. They go to the church where they did their fake funeral, and... uh. She's just in a bad mood. She's worried about her parents, too, when she dies. And they have, like, this lash-out moment. But she finds out that her mom's going to school to be a social worker. Mm-hmm. Slash counselor. Whatever the guy at the... <laughs> we didn't really talk about it. Oh, yeah. The no. social... The, the, uh, the grief counselor. What the, is it? Gosh, what is it? 
Why can't said I it think like twelve it? times? Yeah. Jeez Louise, hold on. Support group. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the lead yeah. support. She's like, you're gonna be Patrick. a Peter. Patrick. No, Patrick. Yeah. Peter Van Halen. Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're gonna be a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and Hazel is the happiest she's ever been mm-hmm. in forever. Mm-hmm. So this happens in the fight when she's trying to go give Gus his eulogy. Mm-hmm. I liked it after. I did too, because the whole time I was like, Gus just called you and now you're wasting like 30 minutes <laughs> going through this argument with your parents. Plus it felt more real because it's like now Gus is officially gone. So yeah. it's like she has all those emotions of, oh my gosh, this is going to be me one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then we finish it with Caitlin, her friend who came up one other time. They're talking about. Two other times. Okay. They went shopping together. Oh, that's right. And then I didn't put the shopping in here. No, you didn't. Um, so they are talking and he's like, I d- she's like, I don't mean to be like uh, insensitive, but maybe he was writing to some other person. And then it clicked. She's like, oh, my gosh, Peter Van Houten. She contacts the assistant immediately. Lit- Ludwig. Ludwig. Ludwig goes over and to Peter's house, forces him to read this letter. And he told her, send it straight back to Hazel because it's perfect. And it ended up being a eulogy for Hazel written by Gus. That he wanted Peter to fix and make better. I know. I loved his line. It was, uh, I'm a shitty writer and a good person. And yeah. you're a shitty person, but a good writer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because, okay, in the book, did they do the same where when she was giving his eulogy, she had said... I wish you were giving my eulogy. Yeah. Okay. So that's why he ended up writing it. I mm-hmm. can remember if they said that in the book or not. Because I was like, ah, mm-hmm. clicks. That's why. I do like the book ends with, because um, at the end of the eulogy, Gus says something about like, I hope, I hope she feels as loved as I do. Something like that. And she ends with saying, I do, I do. How have we not talked about the fact that they're... I know, I was just saying, oh, wait, the okay part. Yeah. (laughs) So throughout the entire book and movie, yeah, okay is they're like... Always. Yeah, so they what they say to each other mean like they love each other. Okay. So it's I love you without saying saying I I love love you. you. And they do it way before they're a couple. Yes. But it ends with... Him saying okay and the eulogy and her responding back okay. And yes, I like that I way like better. That way better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. We did it. We did. And I d- almost didn't cry. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> yep. So IMDb cast 25 people for this movie. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Shailene Woodley is Hazel. Oh, she does so good. She did. She did a great job. Mm-hmm. I love how sarcastic she is. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, it's I great. It. All right, so Ansel Elgort is mm. Gus. I love him. I did not recast anybody, mm-hmm. but I pictured many different people. Oh yeah, I bet. So, for example, I had five feet apart. Oh, Cole in my head. Yeah. So I kept imagining Cole Sprouse, <laughs> and so I still like I looked up who it was. Mm-hmm. Still for the rest of the book. Cole Sprouse. <laughs> and I think if I read it again, it will be Cole, Cole Sprouse, Sprouse still. But 
Ansel did great. My mom even said she's like they cast him perfectly. I was they, like he, they did. They he did a great job. He is the sweetest. I love him. I guess I'll talk about this now. When I went to the Divergent red carpet, I was the most excited to meet him because he's Gus. And he when because he's kind of disappeared. He's he has a movie that just came out. I think I can't remember. But when he was big on the scene still one of the things that he loved was cookie cakes so for the red carpet i went and i bought him a cookie cake oh my gosh and i wanted to try to give it to him on the carpet and i have there is a video somewhere but now i'm gonna have to try and find um of me trying to give him this cookie cake we got him over to us I went to give him the cookie cake and he was like, oh my gosh, you brought a cookie cake for me? And he's like, but I, I can't take this. And I was like, why not? You can eat it in the movie. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, because you're a crazy fan that might have poisoned it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he's like, I really appreciate this. This is really sweet of you. And I was like, all right, well, can I have a hug? And then he gave me a hug. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just love the fact that you thought he'd take food from a stranger. Because he's done it before. Oh, that'd be so weird. I would never. Even if, if I became famous? Yeah. I wouldn't take food from strangers. Yeah. No, probably not. But, <laughs> but that was sweet cake. of you. And then I ate the cookie cake. So, you know, win-win. Exactly. You got your hug. You got a cookie cake. And he, I got, he like hung out with us for a good like three or four minutes. That too. is good. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win-win. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Nat Wolf played Isaac. I, again, was going to try and say it was the other brother doing this. I didn't even, I don't know how I didn't recognize him. <laughs> I did not until I did the casting. I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> What's it funny? was those sunglasses that threw me off. <laughs> That's true. What's funny is when I was reading the book this time, I kept picturing him as Isaac. And I was like, this is so weird. Why do I have Q in my head right now? <laughs> like, I kept picturing Radar. Oh, funny. No funny? <laughs> so that's who I pictured, even though, you know, it did not match the description of the character at all, but no. that's who I pictured. <laughs> so another, not recast, but mm-hmm. pictured someone different. Mm-hmm. But he did great. Yeah. He yes, did. he did. Uh, Laura Dern, Franny, that's Hazel's mom. She is perfect. Again, she, I had her in my head when I was reading it and I couldn't figure out why. And then I watched the movie and I was like, duh, because she is Hazel's mom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who i pictured for hazel's mom yeah but it was a surprise when i saw her Mm -hmm. but she did great i liked her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she does good at the like happy go lucky while also dealing with kind of heavy yeah sam tramel 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 michael which is hazel's dad i love him it's funny because i remember when this came out i haven't watched all of true blood Uh. but he's a i think he's a wolf in true blood i can't believe you haven't watched it when it's pretty much twilight but without i know <laughs> and i love alex skarsgård <laughs> what are you doing i don't know i haven't watched a single episode so i can't say anything. i was just gonna ask you because <laughs> i thought with how you were saying that i was like what am i doing with my life no sierra had me watch a few episodes so that's how i knew him so i went into it and saw him and was like oh i love him but i think he plays a dick in true blood oh <laughs> Okay. William Defoe, Willem, mm-hmm. Willem, Willem. <laughs> I said it right in my head, and then my mouth changed it. Peter Van Houten. You know he's been in so many of our movies that we've done. 
I think he's only been in one other one. He was in Mr. Fox. I thought he was in one other. I don't know. Was he? Or maybe he was in one other. I think he was. I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't either. Okay, so he's been in two of our movies? Yeah. Okay. Um, I love him. He's perfect. I know. When I was doing casting and I saw his name, I was like, what? No. Mm-hmm. And then they made him look how I thought he should look. Because mm-hmm. if he looked like Spider-Man. Yeah. Willem Dafoe. No. Yeah. But they gave him the glasses and the scruff. And I was like, okay, that's how I pictured. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. Oh, gosh. Lot? Latte? Lot? Probably lot. Okay. Verbeek? Yep. Played Ludovic. Ludovic. How do you say it? Ludovic? Ludovic. <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, I like, I love her hair. She's got great hair. <laughs> she does. She's very pretty. Yeah. Yeah, she was good. Again, not who I pictured, but she did good. I have not mm-hmm. her recast. Yeah. Is the theme of the book and the movie the same? Yeah. Why, yes, it is. Do the characters stay true in the movie to how they were written in the book? Yep. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say no. <laughs> That's why I why? let you answer. <laughs> because of how we were saying Gus did certain things differently. Yeah, but overall. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah, I agree. Which do we prefer, book or movie? I like the book. Yeah, I'm there too. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that does. We do need to know if you watch the book or the movie first. Though. I know, yeah. I thought it would be easy and be like, I guess it wouldn't have either way, would it have? No. <laughs> we really just need to know. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to know. We'll do a poll. What's going what's gonna to help is us reading the script. I just realized when we were debating it earlier, I was like, oh, shoot, I should have read it before we did this. Because that would have, if it's exactly how the movie was, then... I did watch the movie first, but mm-hmm. if it's more like the book, so yeah, I need to read the script. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. So that was it. Yes. We've got a mini-sode. No, we don't. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, we nope. do not have a mini-sode coming at you this week. <laughs> I know. We're going to read the script, but we also just said we were going to talk about your birthday, so we'll see what happens. Well, we could do both. I was going to say, we can do both, and I also have discussion questions from The Fault in Our Stars, but oh. I think maybe we'll do those. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like a three, two month in a like future Allie and Brie issue. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not a me problem today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, you guys. So, But next week, we're sticking with Shailene. And, and Ansel. And Ansel. And we're doing Divergent. Guys, I have a funny story about this. I, When I was reading The Fault in Our Stars, what I do is I always, when I get close to ending the book that we're on, I get the next book ready for me so that I can just hopefully jump right into the next one. And I grabbed Divergent, obviously. And I sat there and I was like, wow, the two stars are in both of these movies. <sighs> That was like, that was accidental scheduling right there. That was great. And then I was like, oh, no, you sat down and you planned this. You you did that on purpose, idiot. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, come find out how boyfriend, girlfriend turned brother, sister do acting with each other. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting to watch. I'll tell you that. I know. I love it. It's funny. It's they're such different characters too. They are. It was very cool. Mm-hmm. They didn't feel it didn't feel awkward. 
No, not at all. Especially since Shailene also has a different lover in this one, too. Yep. As in another different lover. Miles is who I'm getting at. Oh. <laughs> I not see what four. you're saying. <laughs> I was like, yeah. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah duh. She's not loving her brother. <laughs> yeah, then Miles from Spectacular Now takes a jump back, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, it is. Okay, so we'll see you Monday then. Mm-hmm. All right, and with that, the fault in our stars went, went off script. Bye. Thanks for sticking with us. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we would greatly appreciate it if you gave us five beautiful stars, reviewed, and subscribed. You can also follow us on Facebook at Offscript, on Instagram at Offscript Podcast 21, and on TikTok at Offscript underscore pod. Shout outs to Madame Shen Creations for our adorable logo art. And Adam Daniel for our incredible theme song. And to Creative Cinephile Productions for producing our podcast. See, See you, you next time. time.